Welcome to the Geocache Talk Presents, an exciting and interesting podcast brought to you by the Geocache Talk Geocaching Network. This podcast is about geocachers, their stories, as well as their tips, tricks, and adventures. So thank you for coming along for Geocache Talk Presents. This month on Geocache Talk Presents, we have Jamie Pullman, Stardust ZZZ. Did I get the right number of Zs? <laughs> you got the right number of Zs. Okay, good. Um, so, and we'll come back to that because I got to. We want everybody to know about. I, I'd asked you before about Stardust ZZZ, but we'll get to that later. First, how and when. Did you first hear about geocaching? All right. So uh, it goes back to 2014. Uh, I went home one year. So I, I currently live in Georgia and I'm from Pennsylvania. So I went back to Pennsylvania to visit my family for Christmas and went out to eat with my father and a friend of his or maybe someone he was dating at the time. I don't know. That's a long time ago. And right. they were asking. She had told him about it. So they were asking if I'd heard of it. I said, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, they pulled up their phone, right? Like most people probably do when they're like, check this out. Uh, and they said, well, there's just one over here down the road. Um, do you want to, do you want to go find it? And I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. You know, <laughs> like just, <laughs> right. it was like one of those things like, yeah, you know, I'm getting to hang out with my dad, whatever dad. Yeah. If that's what you want to do. Cool. Um, and yeah, it ended up, they took us over to, it was a cemetery. It ended up being on the outskirts of a cemetery. Uh, it was a nice big ammo can, you know, like a good yeah. ammo can. Yeah, that's good for, for the first one. Yeah, right? So, I was, it, which is nice because we I was successful with my first one, which honestly kind of spoiled me because after that I was like, couldn't find anything. Um, <laughs> and uh, so... Yeah, we it was Simpsons themed, and honestly, I feel embarrassed now because I think I left really bad swag because since it was Simpsons themed, and she was like, my dad's friend was trying to explain it to us, but she didn't know about trackables or anything yet. But she's like, yeah, you're supposed to take something and leave something. Uh, so it was, since it was Simpsons themed, and where we were having dinner, um, it was like a brewery type place. So I had a, a beer and right. I took the bottle cap, right? And I was like, oh, this will be funny putting a bottle cap in there because it's Simpsons and yeah, Homer Simpsons. Simpsons. Yeah, exactly. but I, I don't know. Like, I mean, maybe right? that might be if someone collects, collects bottle caps, that might have been good swag. But now I'm like, God, was that garbage? Did I just put garbage <laughs> in that cap? <laughs> is it? That's for another. Sh that's for another. Yeah. Uh, someone's trash is another person's treasure, right? So yeah. It's hard to know what's exactly. But, Looking back, I don't know. I still this day, that would be curious. Like I almost would be one of those questions I'd like to hear what people would think. Is a bottle cap trash or would someone grab that as swag if they saw it in there? That's true. Uh, that's an interesting question. I, I, I guess I would kind of see it as a treasure of, of sorts. I mean, nowadays, as you know, you open up a lot of geocaches nowadays and you kind of go, huh. <laughs> So I put a business card in it. This is real exciting. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I ran it. Somebody once told me, I think they commented on my video or whatever, that they collect that stuff. So it's like, oh, wow. again, everybody's different. Like some people like to collect all the business cards that's ever ends up in a cash that they're in. To me, I'm the same thing. It's like, oh, that's trash. Yeah. But, and I guess some people might collect different bottle caps, beer bottle caps, you know. I don't know. I, sure. I saw a video where someone made a table out of those things, and I was like, okay, well, that's unique. So, absolutely, yeah. I've seen whole, uh, I've seen whole restaurants where the, every where the bottle caps were all embedded. Oh, see, yeah, there you go. So I don't know. I guess it would almost be interesting to ask people like what they normally see in there, or what, or, or ask somebody what do you collect in a in a geocache that most people would probably think is garbage, but you're excited, and they'll right. take that every time. Uh, Perler beads. Oh, we'll, yeah. get that. we'll get to that later. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, what was so that that was your first find? Then is that what we yeah. would consider your first find? Yep, ammo can edge of cemetery. Which maybe that's also why I like going to cemetery caches. Right. <laughs> I don't know. You know, my first experience, and it stuck with me. So, well, that um, is something that uh, I, you know I agree. I, I like cemetery caches. Usually they're quiet. <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, public isn't usually roaming around, you know, where you can kind of don't have as many muggles around. So that's good. 
Um, now, did you go? Is that the one you went? Did you go back and and do a video on that? No, I've never. Oh, okay. I do have a very interesting. I I didn't visit it myself, but I kind of guided my dad around there, like to oh, find okay. another virtual cache. But I, it was funny. I was like here, and he was there. But yeah, never went back and actually looked it up recently because I'd planned on making a video, you know. But it's now officially archived, so it lasted uh, a long time. It happens. Yeah. It happens. Yes. So. When do you feel that you were hooked? Because I know you're hooked on okay. So <laughs> when so when when do you think you realized I really like geocaching? <laughs> well, I, pretty much so after we did that, uh we did try to go find some others and we were very unsuccessful. So um but you know what? I still was like, let me check this out. So I, I got uh, when we got back to my dad's house, I opened up the app again and I said, let me just look at the area that I'm in. Right. And I was blown away at all the little dots on my map around my town. I was like, are you kidding me? Um, so that was pretty much it right then. I was like, this is so neat. And then, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's how I got hooked. I just, it, and it also helped me learn this area because I wasn't familiar with Georgia and the area that I lived in. And then, uh, Yes, pretty much then. Just seeing all those little green dots and all the little treasures that I could find. Uh, right. And it took me to a lot of neat areas that I didn't know about my town. So, Yeah. Yeah, we've um, been able to experience some of those. Uh, I'm definitely a fanboy of your vlog with a V. <laughs> Not blog, but uh, the, the, the vlogging has been... Uh, been really fascinating to watch. Uh, I've, I mentioned once in a while there's a handful that I really feel like I really enjoy and connect with the. I feel like I need to connect with the person who's vlogging, hmm. yeah, like okay. Joshua or Katie or you know very people yeah. people like that, Derek. Um, and so I really feel like when I'm watching yours, I feel like I really am there with you. Good, that, I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. you bet. That's not always – I don't always – for me, I don't always feel that when I'm watching other vloggers. Uh, so I guess I'm kind of picky. Uh, there's certain – there's – but I have – there's several that I like, but that's uh, – That's the life of YouTube, you know? And, you know, you it's hard. It's, it is hard to try to stand out amongst the crowd, but all, you, it, all it comes down to is you just got to make what – I make what I would like to see. Um you know, hopefully that, like you said, it connects with other people where they're like, yeah, I, you know, uh, yeah. I enjoyed watching that. Yeah. So we'll put that aside for the moment. We'll come back to vlogging here in a minute. But um, what about the game or the, I always call it a sport, but then whatever, whatever <laughs> you want to call geocaching, the hobby, what are, what are some of the aspects of geocaching that really appeal to you? Um, so I do very much like the whole trackable aspect. I think, oh, yeah. you know, nobody that, if you didn't know me, if the first time you're getting to know me, I, t I like trackables a little bit, uh, just, uh, a little. just a little bit. No, I, I love that. Like, um, you know, I would so much love to travel all these places. And that's like, I do like watching other people's YouTube videos just to see where they've been. And so I'm like, Oh my, Oh my God, I gotta go see that. Right. That's, I can't wait to go see it. But in reality, I'm probably not going to get to see a lot of these places. So, uh, with the trackables, I kind of get to live through them. Right. I, sure. I really encourage people to take pictures with my trackables and, uh, it makes me excited if I find out that someone that watches my videos found one of mine. Um, you know, before if they, um, again, the whole back to the whole perler bead, melty bead thing. Yeah. Um, used to be like kind of a giveaway thing that if you found a trackable and it had that on there, it was probably mine. But now that's not the case. Like as other people are using those, which I think is great, right? Like that sure. other people also want to use that as their hitchhiker. Um, but I do pe tell people if you see that on there, you know, see if it's mine. Let me know. Like it's. Um, but no, I really do like the trackable aspect of it. I love watching messages come through to my phone to see what people are saying. Um, but beyond like that, uh, you know, I just, I honestly, 
just like the places it takes me. Like mm-hmm. even, you know, I will gripe about an LPC. But if that LPC takes me to like a cool business that I might not have even known existed, like right. that's exciting to me. So I just like how it uh, is helping me just discover this area down here. So anything like that. And like, of course, any good trail, any place where I can take the dog to it. It's another oh, yeah. way I get to hang out with my with my dog who, you know, he, he's truly the star of my videos. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people watch my channel for him. So. That's true. So, uh, what <laughs> remind me of what your good puppy dog's name is? Percy. Percy. That's right. I should know that. And then Rory is yep. uh, the boyfriend. Significant yeah. other. He comes along too sometimes. I've seen him yeah. in some videos. Yeah, I got to bring him on for the challenging ones because uh, he's just <laughs> it's, the game's too easy for him, which drives me crazy because I can't find anything. So yeah, I got to bring him out for the challenging ones and make them work for it but sometimes even those aren't even challenging enough but <laughs> does he do you think he enjoys geocaching mildly entertained by geocaching <laughs> he says he does he says he does enjoy it i mean he's not going to go out of his way to like, like he did have an account but he's not going to go out of his way to really um go find them but if i ask him to come like he's like yeah let's go do it you know okay, so well, sure you know, he does enjoy. Um, he does, it does enjoy finding it. We can be a little competitive at times too, which is also added fun, right? To see who's going to find it first. Right, right. Um, so, what kind of? When we talked a little bit before we started recording about different cash uh, types that you're sort of maybe interested in um, doing in the future, but. Um, You've hidden some caches, and what kind? Um, what kind of caches have you hidden? Do you do you do you like certain cache types that you that you hide or? <sighs> okay, so this is a little bit of a sore spot for me right now. So I've only <laughs> okay, so I've technically only hidden two, and both of them are not active right now. But okay. this is the type of cache that I like to hide. So uh, which um, God, I could, yeah. So anyway, where do I want to go with this? So the first cache that I ever hid, which I do, did make a video about, is you found an ammo can, and when you opened up that ammo can, there was a puzzle box inside. Oh, cool. And, you know, you couldn't, you had to figure out the the puzzle box, and it was really simple, right? It was kind of like, it was a three-digit combination box, and it would be things like, how many dwarves are in Snow White, right? right. So most people would know those answers, and then you sure. just put the combination and open the box, well, <laughs> multiple times I had to uh, go out and fix it because I, I don't know. I mean, there's a chance that the weather, you know, but I there's also a chance that people were impatient and yanking the knobs off of it sure. or busting the side because they just didn't want to open it the way yeah. it was meant to be open. Uh, so that, yeah. that kind of broke me a little bit. So I ended up archiving it because I was just like, I'm not, right. you know. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I did hide another one, but it was actually I was the co-owner of it. After I hid that, someone in the area was like, I really liked what you did there for your first cache. Do you want to help me with one? So I said, yeah, sure. Same thing. Um, hid an ammo can. In the ammo can was another box, right? But that box had a lock on it. You can see the theme I'm going with here, right? Yep. Uh, yep. Well, with that one, it had a ring of keys. So it had tons of keys every key had a number so there's two ways to solve it the hard way which is trying every single key to unlock it uh, or the i i put something called the answer key in there which all it was was just this um box that had numbers all over it and i had a metal key tied to it and if you could figure it out all you had to do was move the metal key around the box and if it stuck to a certain number that gave you the answer so that was right. the easy way to solve it but again with that one yeah somebody literally took like a bolt cutter or something and busted the locks oh, off the no. stuff. So it really like broke me i'm just like yeah but that's changing so uh i don't gary do you remember like um when we were at, I think, going caching, I think you were telling me, like, hey, go over to that lackey and ask. I can't even remember which I was supposed to ask him. I was like, I can't. I can't. And you're like, what do you mean you can't? I'm like, listen, I, I can't. Like, I'm an introvert. And you're like, you're an introvert. Like, and I surprised people with that because they watch my videos, right? And it's like, right. how can you be like that? Like, you, you know, because when I'm on camera, I don't know. I just kind of like, 
light up. Right. But yeah, in person, I'm like a nervous wreck. I can't talk <laughs> to people. <laughs> so I've been breaking out of my shell. And like one of my goals right now is to hide caches. So just the other day, I went and asked permission. And thank God they knew what it was. And they said they gave me a yes. So I was like, cool. <gasps> and then I'm working on another one right now where I'm trying to get permission. So here's hoping I'm going to give this another shot and hide them and hopefully <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's common I, i'm like i said i'm new to the whole cash owning thing so i don't know is it i mean sure. you have caches do people normally bust your caches open or actually i've had similar experience which i think part of it may be just the nature of a couple of our communities where you you know you live in georgia i live in texas but so many people don't seem to have that experience so maybe you and i are sort of out in the minority but <laughs> yeah i've had birdhouses in parks just completely take a base take a baseball bat to them, and yeah. them. saw one of those around here yep yeah which like you said it's, it is very defeating so i tend to i tend to replace it with something smaller i just keep going smaller and smaller until people until only people that can find are geocachers so yeah, I yeah, mean, I haven't made them premium, side, hoping yeah. that would help, but doesn't help. Yeah. No, no. One thing I noticed uh, is something we talked a little bit before we started recording about, and that was the the gadget that the uh, was on Gadget Talk this month or in month of February. This is March that you're hearing this. <laughs> you're in the people are in the future listening to us. We recorded this obviously earlier than when people are hearing it but uh gadget talk just occurred for february and it was a very simple ammo can with leds but it's really cool it's a neat idea so maybe something like that but also have that tied to a business i think those can tend to be safer maybe yeah yeah so, so i think either it's in the public but it's in it's you know next to a building or something where People may not mess with it because it's they don't you know maybe they they might see that more as the property of the hopefully they'll see it yeah as I'd... the property of the business that and the second one is I've been doing a lot of hides where pretty much nobody can see it or find it unless they're a geocacher so maybe that, well, that was be... my first one yeah I mean that's what blew my mind there's no way a muggle would have been in that area like sure. zero. Um, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe there was, right? Uh. <laughs> put you out, put you out on na a nano trail. <laughs> the only people to find those are you typically are geocachers. But anyway, so well, good. I, 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 we look forward to seeing you know what happens uh, in in the future with you as far as those go. Yeah, I'm excited um, to watch that the the gadget one too because I do. I want to yeah. put more of those out and uh, be good to learn from others how to make them. Yeah. So we've had a little bit of a negative part to the show, I guess, in a sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's, so let's switch it to a more positive. So what, what comes to mind when you think of a, a, a favorite memory of geocaching? What, what, what comes to your mind? <laughs> it's kind of silly, but, uh, so, uh, like I told you earlier, my dad introduced me to geocaching. Right. Well, neither one of us feel like we're any good at the game and my dad will constantly like every so often call me up and be like all right i'm quitting i'm done i'm never gonna go play again i'm like dad come on done. like it's it's not it's meant to be challenging some of them right sure um so one of my favorite memories is one day like when he did that i was like okay dad just tell me what's going on where are you at and he he describes it to me which was very close to where we found our first cache so i was like okay um hang on so i pull up google maps Right. And I look where the GPS coordinates would take him. And because I was starting to get used to the idea, like, you know, it's like, it's like, okay, dad, it looks like there's a guardrail there. And he's like, yeah, I see it. And I was like, you know, anybody that's been playing this for a little bit, you know, go right. check the guardrail. So sure enough, I don't even remember where he was looking at the time, but he's like, you know, cause I kept trying to tell him sometimes the coordinates are not spot on. Right. But you have sure. to use those geo senses as they say. So right. yeah, he went over and he's like, oh my God. Here it is. You're right. It's right here on the guardrail. He's like, how did you know? And I'm like, Dad, you, this is, you know, it's like, I've watched YouTube. <laughs> that's what right. I told him. Exactly. And that's honestly, 
uh, I would have probably quit a long time ago too if I didn't watch YouTube because I didn't realize it's the caches really can be so creative and unique and the different places that you can hide them and you know I, I always tell people the first time I found a, an LPC and I found out that the skirt lifted up I was like mind was blown right <laughs> um, but no that was one of my favorite memories was like because I got him back and excited about it again and mm -hmm. it was kind of cool like and no I did not log the cache as a find myself even though I found it over right. the phone using right. Google Maps because I didn't put my name on that log sheet. <laughs> but uh, no, it was, that was one of my favorite memories because it was kind of neat like that I could help him just over the phone, looking at Google Maps and kind of just by the general idea, having an idea where it might be. So That's cool. Yeah. So when did you start, when did you decide and start recording your caches for video use and then place them on YouTube. When did that begin? Oh man, that was actually pretty much from the start if I remember. So yeah, when I, after my dad showed it to me and I came down here and I was struggling so hard, I was like, I almost was like, well, maybe people in Georgia aren't really hiding them. This is all a lie. <laughs> I was like, no, it can't <laughs> be that. Right. So right. Uh, I started watching, other videos and that's where you know you see joshua and the gc yeah. doc at the time which man i wish he oh yeah love the, um i know, know me too i love watching the gc doc yeah. those are great yeah he had really good videos and like he even inspired like one of my favorite videos was he <laughs> it's so embarrassing to think about but he made a video about how to open up an ammo can which to anybody that's been geocaching long enough it's like what that that was so helpful to me right i was like cause yeah I like okay that's how i'm gonna open it when i find it right um yeah so and then i uh but that stuff like that helped and watching geopat and all those people that have been around so oh, long yeah. geopat um, love those god yeah. those were great i mean right i was able to interview him i'd love to have pat back on i, I need to get in touch with him again but i loved watching his videos because he was so he's just he's another one of those people i told just you very I very Everyday personal. guy, yeah. Yeah, but he just he was so great doing those videos. I mean, and of course they're still out there. I mean, people can go go watch those. Yeah. But I'll never forget the one. If you, I don't know if you remember this one, but he his he said he takes them over to like a clothing distribution, uh, one of those kind of um, bins where you open up the the door to it and you you put your clothes in and drop it in. Yeah, and the people had hit it in the in in up up underneath of of where it was located, and they weren't paying attention to what they were doing. And so he he would uh, he he did the whole video of what you know videoing his friends trying to open or trying to find the cash, and it was just fun. And so that one was um, like, and that was one of the ones that blew my mind. And I was so that's when I was like, I need to give this another chance, right? Because holy cow, people are much more creative. Like these are incredible hides. Um, yeah, so because and then after watching that, I decided to give another chance. And then I originally, when I made my channel, it was to show my parents. It was like, hey, uh, now my mom, my mom doesn't geocache, but like if I go visit her, she's totally down. She's like, yeah, take me wherever you want to go. Let's go find these. Um, That's cool. But uh, yeah, so I would show my dad because he was actually actively geocaching, and I'd be like, here, let me show you what I'm finding down here. Maybe it'll help you. You can see what's up there. Um, but yeah, that uh, it ended up just going in a completely different direction. And other people started watching my videos. And I'm like, I guess I should just keep rolling with this. <laughs> uh, that's just kind of how it happened. But it was originally just that to like kind of have a way to show my dad like what kind of hides were down here. That is neat. And now you have expanded or done variations on the theme as it were a um, <laughs> couple things come to mind the mail the path tag oh mail. wow yeah you were getting you had to have been getting and probably still do like you were getting lots of mail because you were doing a video about it even that was even before yeah. catch crates were out and any of that stuff you were recording you know videos for that is that 
I got way in over my head on that. Like, cause you never know, right? Like yeah. I, I was like, Oh, this will be cool. I'll show people about path tags. Cause it was another aspect of the game that I was just like, this is so neat because uh, just like another thing I really like is personal swag, right? I really like nice, neat homemade items that you can't find anywhere else. Yeah. Uh, but path tags reminded me that because somebody created an idea and put it on this path tag and it was very personal or unique to them so yeah. I loved that and I just thought yeah I'll make a couple of videos maybe more people will get interested in it Gary I got way in over my head with that like I still to this day I have stacks and stacks of them that I still have to log and like catalog in my in my binder and uh yeah I had to I had to shut it down I was like I told everybody okay PO box is closing like I, yeah. I still even just to this day we'll get requests asking people if I'll still trade with people and I'm like oh man like <laughs> and I'm trying to like you know I don't I don't have any new ones that I've made now don't get me wrong I might make more again sure because um, I really do like it but yeah that that blew up but I didn't it's one of those things where I didn't think it would. I'm like, yeah, I'll get this PO box and I'll probably have a couple things in there per month. And <laughs> just the nah. post office, like, come get your mail because it's it's filling up the the mail room down yeah. here. I'd have you, those little cards in there. It says stuff is uh, that I had to go to the desk because it wouldn't fit <laughs> right in the box because I just got a tiny little box. I was like, nobody's oh. gonna send me anything. Oh my! Whoops. <laughs> How many? I was just, I was gonna ask you because you you probably even know. Did, did, know. Have you ever counted how many you you got? Uh, no, hundreds. I mean I know when I could look on the website it would show me how many I've logged, but I I probably have hundreds oh that I still gosh. haven't even logged. Yeah, and and it's great. Like even when I go to events, sometimes people will just be like, "Here, I know you collect these," and they'll just start handing them to me, which I <laughs> I get excited. I still get excited oh, sure. every time, oh, but sure. I feel bad because I'm not trading back. But they're like, "Oh, it's fine." It's like I don't know. Part of me is a little guilty about it, but. I still do get excited every time somebody wants to give me one of their path tags. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, that's that's very cool. Uh, now, th another thing that I think you're very uh, well known for worldwide is you like to take and, well, you've purchased many, I think, cashkins, right? Uh, yes, I love those. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever love them? I tell you something. <laughs> But it's I tell you what though from a from a viewer's perspective, it's been fun watching these. And also you I think I don't know if you did this from the beginning or not, but you you have been doing it for quite a while, which is you'll show the cash can. And if people don't know, a cash can is sort of a It's like a colorful trackable. Yeah. And it's usually um some sort of animal or something. Some type of character, and, yeah. Yeah, and you'll post like on Twitter a lot of times a little poll where you're like, okay, what should go with the bear do I make? <laughs> and then you're making the perler beads, um, mm -hmm. which I don't know if people under really – and this is kind of a longer question, I guess, but um, you're, you're putting the two in a sense together and then putting them out. So you instead of just sending out your, the cash can by itself – you're going to attach something to it. When did that whole begin to, you know, did you do that from the beginning or how, uh, did, how did the whole cash kin slash perler thing come about? I don't even like, honestly remember, I know I didn't ask like, so now I ask for people to like, my favorite part about now is getting everybody that watches my channel involved with it. Right. And right. they always stump me where I always think something's going to win. And thank God I don't ever make these ahead of time. Like I just assume <laughs> something's going to win because everybody throws me for a loop and pick something else. Um, but no, originally I, when I started doing the trackable, actually, I think the first ever trackable I made um, or sent out, God, what was the actual, I can't remember what, if it was just a regular travel bug. Yeah, it was like it had the travel bug logo on it, and I made a, I made Raccoon Mario. I think it was what was that Mario three where you could be a little raccoon and yeah. fly around the air. Um, and its goal was just to you know get up to my dad who introduced me to geocaching, and it right. made its goal. My dad has it. Oh wow, so, that is yeah. cool. It made it. Uh, I don't think I've ever had a trackable make its <laughs> destination, I, but I've had a couple now. But you know, I got way too many out, so the odds of something making its goal is getting pretty good for me but uh yeah and i originally the first thing i attached was a pearly bead and now i think about it, i don't know if i have any travel bugs out there cashkins or anything that do aren't attached to some kind of perler bead something made out of perler beads and i think the only reason why i start with that and i don't even know why i just was like well i want something that 
Um, doesn't have a whole lot of sentimental value to me, right? Because as you know, sure. oh, I'm not, yeah. not going to get it back. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't want it to be too enticing where people might steal it, but that's I already know that's already – I've literally had people message me and said, oh, my God, my kid loves your hitchhiker. I'm trying to make sure they don't keep it. And it's like, please, I will make them one. <laughs> don't <laughs> let them keep it. Um, but no, I just wanted something that I knew could hold up in the weather. So right. oh, they yeah. seemed like they would and – um, that's, yeah, that's, I believe that's how it started. And I can't even remember when I started getting everybody involved. I guess it's once I started getting that Cashkin subscription that I was like, there's no way I can think of unique things all the time. And I don't know. It was just, to me, it was a lot of fun getting everybody. Oh, what do you got there? Oh, you got the, uh, the traditional. A bead. Yeah. It's a, it's a, looks like an ammo can. Yeah. I think that's the traditional or regular or the, yeah, this is the regular hide logo right like not the mystery not the no virtual. yeah it's the regular traditional yeah. yeah but um these are tiny so i guess for people uh, can you kind of maybe describe um people may have never seen a perler bead kind of yeah kind of tell people real quick what they are and how do you yeah how, how so do you put them together there's different ones now. There's Perler, there's Hama beads, and then there's a new one that I use, and I can't think of the name right now, but they have so okay. many more colors because I like to do the mini ones. But anyway, what it is is um, the beads itself are more of like a cylinder, and that cylinder has a hole that goes through it from right. one end to the other. Okay. Uh, and then you get this tray, this clear plastic tray that are normally square, but they can, you'd also cut, get them in like a circular pattern and like a heart-shaped pattern or whatever, and every one of these trays has these little pegs that come up off it. So okay. you place the little cylinder bead. Uh, I don't know why it's called a bead, even though it's, I think of a bead, I think circular, but it I has, um, <laughs> you just place it down on the little peg uh, and it, they just stand upright. And then you just put them in the pattern that you want. It very much reminds me if you had to think about it, like old eight bit video games, right? Like if sure. you look at eight bit pictures, it's oh, like, yeah. or pixelated pictures. So you're just making pixel art is also what it's called. Sure. Um, and then, yeah, after you put the pattern all together, you just put a piece of parchment paper on top of it. You hit it with the iron for a little bit and melt them together. And that's okay. it. That's it. Yeah. And, wow. Uh, that's kind of neat. So it's just like pixel art. And uh, yeah, I don't, I saw it on the internet. A friend was making it. I was like, that's so neat. And um, I was going to buy some off them. And I was like, wait, can I, can I do this? And then I just kind of tried and I was like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's actually not that hard. Like, uh, I encourage anybody that wants to do it. Sure. Know, go for well, it. They work perfect. And people you need to, re you know, that maybe are not as familiar with finding something like that in the wild. But since it's plastic, water is not going to be an issue. Yeah. I guess heat might be if they're really. It's got to be real hot. I mean, right. like. Because, I mean, the iron has to be very hot to, like, even get them to melt. And, okay. Yeah. So they've got some resistance to them. So Yeah, that's cool. yeah. And they get kind of stiff. So, like, I mean, I'm trying I mean, playing with one right now. Uh, right. So they got, like, a little give to them and stuff so they can bend. Now, I did have, depending on how I make them, I've had some things. Like, I made one that was an Energizer bunny, and someone reached out to me and said the ear fell off. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoop. Yeah. But oh, my. it is what it is. I think they – they repaired it, and I was hoping they'd send a picture because I thought it'd be funny when I do a next another trackable update video to show right. what the state of the bunny is. But uh, yeah. I'd have to look to see if they sent me that. Right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, the male the male thing was was are were, were fun to watch. I mean, I know you had a lot of end up becoming uh, a little overwhelming. Um, <laughs> the videos with the with the perler beads and the cash skins have been great. So I need to ask you though about about not uh, let's see let me make sure I get this right here. Don't be this geocacher. <laughs> yeah, that's um. How many of those have you put out, and what uh, what is that? What are they for people that have, haven't seen them yet? Um, they're really fun to watch. I'm just like I said, I've been fun watching them, but kind of tell people what what that series is about and, and what has your been experience creating the don't be this geocacher. So well, it's actually don't be that geocacher, don't be but that uh, geocacher. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, you but you want to be that one. Yeah. Don't, don't be that. Don't it's like, you no, know, don't be that guy. What's well, don't be that geocacher. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, no, that's honestly my favorite thing to make. And what's sad about it, it's probably the fewest videos of any series that I have is that one. But I do have, I did finally release a, one recently after years. And I have another one in the works here that I'm also very oh, excited cool. to make. Um, because, yeah, I mean, they, I, I was very hesitant at first. The idea behind it was I wanted to make helpful videos, sure. right? But then for the veteran geocacher, it's like, pfft, you know, they, they probably already know everything. So I wanted to find a way where I could balance helping out a new geocacher and then also providing like um, a way for the veteran geocachers to totally be like, oh, I can so relate to that. Like I've been there. Right. Um, and that's kind of how it came about. And, you know, those are always the videos that I tend to get some uh, some dislikes on, which is funny to me, because I always want to be like, is, <laughs> is it is is that geocacher the one that disliking it or exactly? Uh, you know, but it, it was honestly, it's just that it was a way to have fun, and hopefully, I'm not upsetting anybody with it. I'm never ever trying to upset anybody with it. My goal was literally just to help, right? Provide tips to those that might have been making those mistakes, and that's kind of how it came about. Like in my area, there's I have some really great geocachers, and they're very nice about providing tips like hey don't make sure you don't do this or hey don't do this it's, oh it's so frustrating when people do this so i was like well i wouldn't know this if nobody didn't tell me you know right. so i was like well this is my way of telling people these things um yeah and hopefully in a way it makes people have you know better geocachers but at the same time everybody's going to play the game that they they want the way they want it right and as long as you're having fun that's all that matters um the the log one was is one of my favorites because the, the the one where you're showing the nano and <laughs> at the very beginning of the video you're showing a nano log whereas if people don't who've never seen a nano log it's got typically has squares right just like that yeah. and what's funny is um, if anybody's experienced what you talk about on the video which is and I've had somebody do this. <laughs> Not exactly like yours where they put a letter in every box and filled up the entire nano, but they filled up a lot of the nano uh, sheet. And I, I wondered if – I always thought, are they mad because it's just <laughs> a nano and they're trying to, like, get back at me for filling up the nano? But it's like it's not affecting me. It's affecting all the other geocachers, but – Well, it could yeah. affect you if you have to go out and replace it sooner. That's true, yeah. You know? No, you're right. Uh, but that was that's a fun one to, to, to watch. And yeah. No, that's I don't know. I kind of like the I kind of like some of the the ones you've done. They have a little bit of a series uh, to them. Yeah, yeah. You try to see what works, and then you know if people like it, uh, then then yeah, I, I try to make more of them because like, you never know. You never know. Like I used to open even the cash crates on my channel, but those weren't yeah. getting as many views. And there's other people doing that. And Joshua does a very good job. So right. uh, you know, I was like. I'll move on to other things because uh, sure. I, you know, <laughs> I'm already behind on making videos as it is. So, you know, the cashkins is kind of like where I stayed with that. Then, yeah, I'll right. go back to making more of that. Don't be that geocacher. Um, but no, I, I really, really, really enjoy that series. And I love the comments that I get on those. Uh, uh -huh. I always, there's always somebody though that thinks that I'm ruining somebody's cash. And I'm like, I promise like that would be so wrong of me to like make a video about not doing this to someone's cash. They're all, they're all fake caches. No caches in my video are actually harmed. There you go. So, That's good. No <laughs> caches were harmed in this video. Yeah. I do. I do try to say that. Um, That's but, good. Yeah. That's good. You also do uh, a lot of times. Joshua, geocaching vlogger, will put out a geo challenge. You do, you do, you'll do some. Yeah. When, yeah. When a video, I guess maybe, is it when sort of the inspiration hits you that this might be a good video to make, or? Uh, and just time constraints. Like I've always tried to do every month that he does, uh, except for I think the one month one of the challenges was hide a geocache. And like I said, I'm scared <laughs> to talk to people about hiding one. Uh, but other than that, like I should have been able to complete like everyone and just I have the full intention to, but due to work or whatever, I just couldn't get out there to do it. Um, right. But and I would like to put more time in it. Like I know he talks about my the nighttime caching one where Rory got in the sewer for me and yeah, stuff like uh, for it. it. <laughs> that that was a uh, that's a classic one. Yeah, sure. and even that one, I'm like, man, I wish we would have had more time to do this, or, or you know. But I I would pick apart my videos all day. But that's you know how I'll improve is uh, just kind of a vlogger kind of thing, isn't it? A lot of vloggers are 
Does everybody uh, else do that? <laughs> I think they do. I, okay, and okay. I think it's just, I, I think all of us that do sort of in, in media type things, I know I will do that. Uh, I was just going to ask you too with your podcast. You're always like, man, I should have did this differently or said this or partially. Yeah. There've been a couple times, uh, even recently when we did the, uh, we, we did the podcast of hope last year, mm-hmm. uh, was sort of, uh, even though I'd kind of prepared some, what I had, you know, we had Mike Rowe on the show, yeah, which was big because I mean, he's, you know, to me, he's fairly, I mean, he did all those dirty jobs, Definitely on Discovery well and, known compared to yeah, extremely <laughs> yeah. well known. I mean, you know, that's don't always get those kind on the on a, a geocaching show. That's a huge accomplishment, though. It, oh, I know. I appreciate that. Yeah, that was uh, that was neat. Well, Dave Barsky, our the producer, was is a avid avid geocacher, so nice. It's really helped. But I also had on Jim Jim O'Hare from Parks and Rec. I don't know if you ever watched. Oh, I uh, yes, I love that show. Yes, I yeah. saw. I saw. I, I didn't get to watch that. I did see, you know, some of the clips you had on yeah. uh, social media. So I yeah, was like, that's so, so exciting. So, and we weren't sure if this was going to happen or not because I had sent him the information. He goes, uh, you know, I'll try to be on. It's like you know, how, you know, this is you know, this is Jerry Gergich. I mean, this is yeah. <laughs> this is the man. I mean, this is you know, also named Gary. Yeah. Uh, or Jerry or Larry, depending yeah. on Larry. <laughs> no, it was Larry Gary. But it was Jim O'Hare. I mean, this guy's a huge star, you know? Uh, and sure enough, I'd send the link and he popped on. It's like, uh, 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 and I, <laughs> I, I kind of stumbled a little bit asking my question. He's in his car, you know? And I'm, so I, those are the kind of things I go back and think, I should have been more prepared to ask a better question, I guess. Although I think it went well, it was very, but it was very short. I mean, it wasn't like with Mike Rowe, it was a whole hour. So, you know, I could ramble around for a little bit, stumble around and find my way. But with, with Jim, it was like, I need to be real concise and perfect. And, but, you know, I don't know. Do you, I'm sure it went fine, though. Like everybody else probably thought right, you did a great no, job. You know, right. that's the thing. We're just hard on ourselves because we're like, we just aim, you know, because when you're doing these things, like we do do it in a way for ourselves. We also hope to be received sure. in a good way. So I'm sure you did great. I, I'll have to go back and watch it now. I'll critique yeah. you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do want to go back and check it out. But no, you're right. I mean, have you ever, like one of the things about, um, and I've, I've always, I've mentioned this before, but with, well, like with geocaching Katie, she'll do a video where she, she DNFs the, the cache and it's like, that's pretty bold to do a cash to do a, a vlog and not find anything. Yeah. But I think when you've connected with your audience and I think that's something you've, you really have been good at and that is connecting with your audience, even though, like you said, you're an introvert. It's kind of funny, <laughs> I think. Um, which speaking of, um, there've been a couple of times where we get, we've got to, to see each other and talk and everything. And cause I, I can, I can be very introverted at times. Um, like if I go to an event and nobody knows who I am or ask about me, I just try to blend in and not really. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to hang out and somebody wants out. to talk to me. Cool. <laughs> yeah. And so, but we were in, we got to go to Cincinnati and, and, and we got to do the, um, the vlogger summit, which was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. But yeah. that's a smaller group. I think that may be, and we're, and it was with, and maybe this is something uh, to to comment on, which is you were th- you were with other vloggers. Do you feel like you were more comfortable and be less introverted with with all of them because you kind of felt like you were connected to them in, in a way? Yes, or? yeah, and it's so weird, right? Because like, uh, and, and I'm and this is probably anybody watching this, right? That watches our our videos or listens to us. Like, it's kind of a weird thing where you kind of start to feel like you know that person, right? Uh, so you just like. I will say the plus side of it is, is at an event like that, we both usually see each other, especially if you're watching each other's content. But like, if I didn't make these videos, I'd probably go and be like, Oh my God, Gary, Hey, I totally listen to your podcast. And I'd be like, and you'd be like, thanks. Who are you? You know, <laughs> no, you would never like, obviously you'd be very welcoming and nice yeah. and everything. But there is that when you do watch each other's videos and stuff you do, it's like, you kind of already get to know them yeah. and then you've already built that bond, even though you ha- didn't even know it because you, you have that common, 
you know, there's a, when we're making videos about geocaching or yeah. podcasts about geocaching, you know, sure. so we already have that commonality. And then uh, that's why I like the don't be that geocacher, because I feel like a lot of people can relate to the things I'm talking about. Like, hopefully we've all seen there, or been there, or maybe even been the one that did those things at first. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's something that it reminds me of. Um, I, I tend to, or I tend to, I've watched, I think, every episode of, uh, of uh, comedians and cars getting coffee. Oh, I need to. I need to catch up on that. That is such a good show. With with, with old Jerry Seinfeld, but he had one yeah. with Chris Rock where they talked about how they might go to some sort of swanky party, even though it's a private party. But it's it's just a mix of celebrities. But if you're a comedian, you like look for other comedians to hang out with. And, oh. and like he's like a comedian. I found a comedian. So. Like, <laughs> Cause they kind of relate to one another. I, I feel like that's the same thing um, that happens. Uh, like we were in going caching this year in, in, um, in Georgia and um, it was just neat. I, I, we ran into each other and it's like, Oh, there's somebody, you know, somebody who can relate, <laughs> you know? So, uh, which was fun. And we gave uh, Katie a hard time cause she didn't show up, but that's okay. She was at a yeah. wedding, but could have skipped the wedding for going. Yeah. Cash. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Throw them Georgia. It's a lifetime wedding. No big deal. <laughs> yeah. But there's that, there's that camaraderie, I think, and in, in kind of the fact that we've, we've been down uh, different paths, obviously with, with vlogging and podcasting, but there's that, you know, feeling that you've got sort of a, a, a kinship there. Yeah. You know, she'd be a good sport about it. Like when yeah, she'd take it all the right way. She wouldn't yeah. be like mad that we were razzing on her yeah, a little bit time. there. Yeah. yeah. Of course not. Yeah, no. Um, so, kind of starting to sort of start to wrap up. I got a couple of more quick questions for you. Okay. Um, the the next few will kind of be maybe a little more rapid fire. Maybe. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, we're going to we're going to do that, and then we're going to kind of wrap up. So, um, just kind of give me quick rapid fire. You know, that kind of thing. So you ready? I, no, but go for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, favorite cash type, why? Uh, uh, we'll just, I'll just say ammo can. Cause, okay, yeah. not really, yeah. So traditional, but ammo can? Yeah, like something large, because it's easy to find. Sure. Um, what keeps you going as far as, what, why are you still geocaching? Uh, just explore, see new areas, and I honestly like the the feedback I get on my videos. Okay, still loving the that part of it. Cool. Um, where would you? Where do you wish you have would like? How to word this? Where would you like to go to to geocache in the uh, world? Honestly, anywhere. To be honest, like I've only been stuck in the United States, so answer anywhere that'll okay. take me. <laughs> okay. Um, is there anybody in particular you would like to go geocaching with that you've never gone geocaching with? Uh, Paul Rudd, celebrity. <laughs> hey, there you go. That'd be kind of fun. He would be, be a riot. Yeah. That would be very different. Um, place that you've been that you recommend for people to go geocaching at. Ah, uh, oh, that's tough. A uh, place that I've been. Um, you know, it's going to be like the touristy spots, you know, any part like around water. I really like geocaching near water because I like flying my drone over water, which is dangerous. But, um, yeah, yeah, I, you know, I, I would say probably like that. I can't think right now. That's okay. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. <laughs> well, we'll slow back down as we, as we wrap up. So a couple of things. Yeah, you've um, tell people a little bit about uh, the experience of using a drone. You were, you've used a drone a few times now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what? What drew you to to creating and buying a drone and, and creating videos with the uh, with uh, drone? I like seeing other people do it, and sure. you know, I thought sometimes geocaching will take you some really beautiful places, and yeah. I wanted to see what these beautiful places look like basically from a bird's eye view, right? Because right. uh, we're kind of stuck on the ground when we're geocaching it, like, this looks so neat around me. Uh, yeah, put my drone up in the air and then just kind of like flying it around or just even just spinning around up there and then watching the footage back later. I'm like, this 
really is a very beautiful place or like getting to fly, like I said, over water, which I'm always afraid. I'm, I'm afraid. I'm afraid I'm going to lose my drone all the time. Uh, <laughs> but like, yeah, flying towards like a, like a mountain or something like that. Like it all just looks so beautiful. And I just, I don't know, like filming it, putting a little music to it. I don't know. Just really enjoying. Cause I, I feel like that's also what I really enjoy about geocaching is just the scenery and some of the beautiful locations that it takes you to. So oh, cool. Yeah. just want to encapsula- encapsulate it. <laughs> yes. And then finally, uh, what are your plans for the rest of this year? Um, do you, I know you, you said you've, you, you obviously have as a vlogger, you've always got ideas of, mm. of vlogs uh, that you're going to do in the future, but do you have any other, uh, big plans for the year. Um, are you are you guys uh, Rory and Percy going uh, on a trip anywhere, or or what are what are some of your geocaching plans, or maybe aspirations for 2020? Yeah, no plans, no trips planned yet. But my honestly, my big goal right now is, uh, as I say, to stop being a sissy and ask for permission to hide some caches and get some out there. I really. really need to start getting some caches hidden out there again. I need to get over, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I just, the bad experiences that I had and start over. Right. I mean, I I just want to be a hider again. And, uh, cause like I said, one of my favorite things is getting all the, um, notes on my trackables. Well, now I want some cool comments on the cache hides that I'm putting out there. And I really want to learn how to do, uh, more gadget caches. Like that's what I, Mm -hmm. I kind of just do now. I just kind of plot down, like, jot down ideas on like how to sure. build certain caches and I just need to make it happen. Cool. So that's my big goal right now. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jamie. Uh, looking forward to uh, maybe we'll see each other this year. Maybe uh, I, I'm hoping to go back to Rome, Georgia. So maybe going caching, we might get to hang out for a little bit. Um, we'll maybe drag, drag, make Katie come up from Atlanta to, <laughs> to Rome for that. But, but if not, hopefully we get to run into each other. Uh, a couple times this year and uh, hang out and maybe do a little geocaching and um, looking forward to, to more vlogs. So looking forward to that. We appreciate you uh, coming on tonight. I appreciate you asking me to be a part of this and yeah, anybody uh, listening to this swing by and tell me you heard me on here and just swing by my channel or something. Yeah. Tell everybody real quick. um, Your, your channel is in information Uh, kind of. The, well, yeah, you can find it just by youtube.com forward slash stardust ZZZ. That's uh, three Zs. And there you go. That's where you'll Perfect. find me at. Uh, same on like Instagram or is that? Uh, Twitter, stardust ZZZ. But on Instagram, it's GC stardust ZZZ. Oh, hey. Yeah. It's, it was already taken by somebody else. and Right. And then because stardust ZZZ has to do with David Bowie. Yep. In case people are wondering, because I did mention at the beginning, and I don't want to forget that part, but uh, I should have known that uh, when I first met you, but it's like, but I was glad to ask you about that, because it's interesting, so yeah. No, I love hearing people's theories on it and stuff, so. Um, <laughs> right. But Where it originally from. came from David Bowie, yeah. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, thanks again. Thanks so much, Gary.